0: Don't wait. Your chance to upgrade and save up to $400 at Mattress Firm ends soon. Right now, save big on top-rated brands. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying
1: Sealy Purchase. Or save up to 50% on hot buys from top brands like Sleepy's or Serta. With our highly trained sleep experts and our low-price guarantee, you can rest assured you'll get the best bed at the best price. Unjunk your sleep. Only at Mattress Firm.
0: Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com.
1: yeah man hey i know it's been over a month but yeah look it was longer than expected i mean you, you know you the producer and all these technical difficulties and this and that and um also you know going on chat pray through that i mean that was cool though but um but yeah, yeah i don't even know if i could still do this yeah i know i know how to speak so yeah i know i could do that but yeah i'm just glad we got some great guests we got i will gonna have Jeff and Audrey Johnson gonna talk about their mega wedding. So, at least that takes a little bit of load off. But, uh, yeah. did you, you got the mic on? Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Hey!
0: From the highways of America, here's the podcast where we talk politics, a little entertainment, some culture, and this and that, from the road to your ears. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe.
1: And welcome, welcome to another episode of Trend Chat. I am your host, Brian Bledsoe, and if you want to connect with us, whether on Facebook, Instagram... Twitter, Snapchat, it's all the same name at TrendChat Chat 24-7. So, as I, I guess as you heard, it's been a while. I'm guessing if you've been paying attention, you notice that it's been over a month, which was surprising to me because I was thinking that it maybe was, I, I thought it was at least three weeks, but apparently it's been over a month because when I went to see the what would the number of this episode would be? And I saw the date on there. I was like, uh, it's been over. A, <laughs> it's over a, a month. I'm like, okay, well, I need to, uh, I don't know how the time just flew by, but we've, we thought we were going to go on a little bit of break, maybe about a week or so, but, um, we didn't think it was going to be like a, <laughs> a whole month, but there were some, technical difficulties especially when it comes to interviews um i could have i guess i could have easily just came on by myself but which would have been fine but i was really trying to get that fixed because <laughs> i just you know i just want to have the the ability to record interviews <clears throat> when when i can so and i was just working on that and that was just very time consuming and and yeah it was wasn't (laughs) it wasn't the greatest um experience but hey we got it fixed to the best of our ability let's put it that way i mean there are things we would like to improve on but we just have to make do with what we have so i mean i am you know if you like share and subscribe a little more just saying I'm, i'm not trying to put a guilt trip on you i'm just saying that would give us a chance maybe to maybe buy something to where it would, it would, I guess be a little more convenient. Let's put it that way, but let's not talk about all that. That's nobody want to hear me complain. So, um, we're going to have Jeff and Audra Johnson on later to talk about their, um, their wedding, which got a lot of news. Um, especially, um, in the past week or so, because, um, uh, because uh, of a dress Audrey wore, as far as, um, it, it was the Make America Great Again dress that has been seen. Um, as I mentioned in the interview, I think, uh, the first time I saw it was with, with, uh, Joy Villa and, and, uh, and others as well. And so she wore that. That got some attention, <laughs> a lot of attention. And we'll, we'll talk about that. So before we get into that, we are live here in, the illustrious studios of trend Chat in chicago and we're just trying to make sure that we're not you know trying to duck from all the shots you know i mean just making sure nothing yeah something like that so but um honestly we're in a good spot we're not in the the area where you know. yeah so it's not like that but um I do know about that area though, South Chicago, especially driving through there. I can't get through there fast enough when I'm driving through that area. I do not want to be around. Um, I don't care if it's in the daytime, but yeah, but yeah, so we're here in Chicago and as I mentioned before, as far as we've been gone and one thing that happened because uh, we're recording on a Monday, Monday morning, actually, this is kind of, Uh, different normally don't record in the mornings just mainly because of my job as far as driving and all that but we have some time so we're going to do it now and also because we didn't get a chance to do it during the weekend which was again you know because of issues but we wanted to make sure we get this out as soon as possible And but like I said it's been a week since we were on Uh, Well, we was at the blaze you know studio at the um in mercury one and that's where if you don't know that's where blaze tv a lot of the programs are are filmed and we were there last monday to film a you know a part on the chad prather show which i i've heard that some of you have seen that (laughs) <laughs> that have watched the show, and if you, this is your first time actually. If you, for, you never know, you heard about me through Chad Prather, welcome. Thank you for listening. Also, I will say again, like, share, and subscribe. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, at Trent twenty four seven. Check them all out. So I hope you enjoy what you're listening to, and continue to come back. And again share it, subscribe, five-star ratings, all that jazz. Cause I've noticed that it really does make a difference. I mean, if you listen to other podcasts, they, you know, we all pretty much say the same thing because that definitely makes a difference to, to share, especially those, um, five-star reviews. They really, that's like cash (laughs) for us. I've noticed, but, um, but yeah, so I really appreciate you coming on your this is your first time listening since and that was a a great experience i really i've never been in a tv studio of any sort not that i can think of at least i don't remember ever being in a tv studio and you know it was all i mean it was just i can't say that i was totally surprised because um if you watch tv you've seen the behind the scenes of um of a production before but just actually being in the building it's just oh okay yeah this kind of how i've seen on tv so but i I was on the episode with um with his wife uh, jade talking about the promises of 2020 and you know i was on if you didn't notice if you haven't seen it because maybe just heard the podcast but i was in what they call the peanut gallery so i was on the side uh, while Chad and Jade talk and you know, we were, me and part five Steve will come in and, you know, give our points here and there. And it was funny because I think in the first maybe fifteen minutes of the of it um of the show, I wasn't saying anything. Not because I didn't have anything to say. It was because I was trying to figure out how to jump in. <laughs> I was just I was just kinda wondering like okay, how do I you know really do i just start talking because i I, this is my first experience doing anything like this because doing the podcast is it's me just talking it's not someone else just back and forth and so i was just trying to figure it out but after about like i said 10-15 minutes i kind of got my bearings and then like okay okay i got an idea how i kind of know how the flow goes and so I, i got more comfortable and and so if i'm on again i I think i have i have a better idea as far as how to do it not not only there but also in general so because i I don't think i've ever been like a part of like a panel or anything like that so (laughs) but um but yeah again that was that was great and hopefully we'll be back on again you know being a truck driver so it really is limiting as far as me getting there all the time and so i have to like I have to tell them ahead of time that I'll be in town and, and and schedule it out and all that. So, but hopefully we'll get that, you know, we'll be back on, I guess if they like me enough to bring me back on. So I'll be more than happy to be back, but yeah. So that was, um, that happened in the past month. Now I know a lot of other things have been going on. I mean, lots of lots of trends. I've been actually writing some of it down and kind of keeping a little bit of a tab on everything, thinking I was going to bring it up later, you um on, on the, on this podcast. Honestly, I don't think we're going to do a lot of that today. I'm hoping to come back on Thursday to maybe go a little bit into those, but I really want to just make sure we got into our uh, interview with uh, Jeff and um uh, today. But um, before we get into that, Let's hear a word from my friends from the Founding Project.
0: Hello, Trend Chat fans.
1: The Founding Project invites you to experience our latest resource to take civics to citizens, TFP's new website. Visit us at www.thefoundingproject.com.
0: Be a part of the civics movement with the Founding Project. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Join us today.
1: I saw her flying there by the dawn's early light. A little tired, a little tore up, still hurting from the fight. Then it hit me. You ain't got to pick a side. You can love your fellow man and still have pride Cause we're all stitched together like the red, white, and blue Might be a little bit different, but we're all the same too Cause the stars and stripes are so much more than that old piece of cloth on your grandma's porch It gave us that American dream to be anything that we want to be it don't matter where you are
2: From a one-room church to an uptown bar Don't care if you're black or white Or
1: who you love I stand for the flag And the flag Stands for all of us Yeah for the of today. So, uh for the leaders of wanted, to, wanted to play that For a number of reasons One, because, um We had West Cook Band on a little over a year ago when they had their um, dispute with Facebook and everything um, that was going on with their about this song and just talking about, you know, I stand for the flag. And and so and also because it's the only song we can legally play. outside of you know the stuff that we have that we put together but as far as being able to get permission to play a song like we had we got direct permission that we can play this song back when we interviewed them last year but kind of goes into one of the things that happened in the month we, we were gone but I'm not going to get too much into it but hold the whole thing with you know Colin Kaepernick and, and Nike and and how that went, went down with the whole Betsy Ross flag shoes and all that and you, I, and one thing I was thinking about that I haven't heard much about, um, cause when this whole whole thing happened, the governor of Arizona, uh, Doug Ducey said that he was going to, well, he, he threatened to take away incentives for Nike to, uh, expand in Arizona because of what this controversy that went on with the, um, with the Betsy Ross flag shoes and, uh, and with Nike taking them away because Colin Kaepernick got butt about it. but, one thing I haven't heard about since then, because I think a week later there was a tweet and a story article out there about, uh, Arizona welcoming Nike to Arizona. And, uh, with the tweet from the governor saying that this is great for jobs in Arizona. And I haven't really heard anything about that, about what went on because, The week before, when this whole story was hot, he was talking about, okay, well, we're not going to we're not going to incentivize. We're not going to give the financial incentives to Nike to come to Arizona. But then a week later, then they're tweeting about them coming. My question is, did they did Nike continue to come to continue to expand in Arizona without the incentives or did the governor walk back his threat? And gave them the incentives anyway. I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it. And if you're listening and and have any idea, I would I would love to know it myself. But anyway, I, like I said, I didn't want to get too much into it. Um, and one thing about it is that uh, for one, those shoes were pretty ugly. I, I mean, regardless of if they would have released them or not, if you saw the image of the shoes. It basically looked like there was some, just some basic Nike shoes, and they just slapped the Betsy Ross flag on the heel of it. And that was it. Which is also kind of funny to think of why Colin Kaepernick got so upset about it. I mean, I know what he said. But, yeah, the shoes were ugly anyway. So I don't know why anybody would have wanted to buy them in the first place. And also, it's not like if they would have released them, that they were just great patriotic company all of a sudden i mean they're just as liberal as they always been they just would have just made some money off of people who just saw the flag and said oh Nike got some flag shoes Oh, let's let's buy them but they're still the same liberal company that has colin kaepernick and all the other you know liberal and um policies that they advocate for i mean if you want to know i guess i would say check second vote which we you know we've had um um people from second vote on before and the yeah, second .dot com. try both, but second, but second vote. Yeah. If you want to know more and check out about, you know, all the liberal, you know, progr- pro, quote unquote, progressive, um, policies they advocate for check, check them out at second vote. And yeah, yeah. Nike wasn't changing. They were just going to make a buck off of some people because they had a flag on the shoes but yeah yeah anyway that went longer than i went than i thought i was gonna do it mainly because um you know playing a song so but just uh gonna get into our interview with jeff and audrey johnson and like like i said we uh we're glad to have her you know have have them both on and to talk about everything and and before uh, before we get into that, I do want to... No, actually not. I'll wait till afterwards. So, without further ado, here's the interview, interview with Jeff and Audra. And we are very pleased to have a special guests on. We have Jeff and Audra Johnson with us. And if you don't know their names, I'm pretty sure you probably do by now because of the recent article and and everything about their wedding of all of all things and they had a very you know i guess you could say a mega themed wedding and it has caught fire across the nation and we are very glad to have them on so how y'all both doing doing great thank you doing well so before we get you know into all of all of what happened with the wedding and and all of that just tell us a little bit about yourselves and how we got to this point where y'all had this had this wedding well jeff first I
2: guess. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. um,
2: well you know we, we started out we have been together for uh, four and a half years now um and we decided you know we wanted to get married and we're sitting down trying to decide you know what we wanted to do and Both of us are extremely patriotic and love our country. I served in the Marine Corps and in the Army. um, And I've just been very active in our local community, both politically and without protests and rallies and stuff. So, you know what? We we have to do something that is, you know, represents us and kind of what we feel and what we believe and kind of what we're all about. Um, so, you know, what What better way to do it than to have a patriotic-themed wedding? Um, and what better day than to show off patriotism than the 4th of July? So.
1: And you, Audrey?
0: Um, you know, like you said, we're, we're both really patriotic. Uh, I think that's one of the foundations of our family. Um, we love our country. Um, we teach our children to respect our country and our president. And... You know, it started off as a patriotic wedding, and when Andre Soriano decided he was going to do the dress for us, we thought, man, what a better time to do it! You know, we have our our red, white, and blue wedding, and we have you know the president that we stand
1: behind, and we're going to be have a, a dress by a celebrity designer that shows that. So it was pretty neat. Yeah, and um, and yeah, tell us some, uh, about the dress because that's uh, that's definitely one thing that have have uh, stood out.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's caused quite a stir. Um, I I don't pretend to know why, Um, (laughs) but um, so it's a white dress, Um, it's mermaid style, it's got Make America Great Again on the front, and then on the train it says Trump on it, um, which seems to be triggering quite a few people. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I know when uh, when I saw it, it just kind of reminded me of other other dresses that I've seen. From, uh, I think the first one I saw was um, singer villa had had one on at the Grammys, and then I saw um, others have have worn it, uh, something similar of that. And so yeah, mm-hmm. to see yeah to see that from um, from you. So you said you got that from the designer.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, Andre Soriano um, designed the original maga dress as well. So the blue one, it's like mine's the sister of her
1: dress. <laughs> okay before we go any further again, I just want to, I guess first let's kind of settle um, one thing that I've, I've seen, unfortunately, uh, about this is that whenever I've come across this story and maybe like, uh, hopefully y'all not reading the comments, but I've kind of like read some of the comments <laughs> of <some> of this, <laughs> and, and but the one thing that came across that I, when I, um, when I saw about it, the first thing I, especially critics will say that, oh, look at these white people. And I'm like, yeah hold up Uh, i knew about the story before this all really like blew up so yeah so settle the record here because we we definitely know that is not the case no 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 and you know it's it's really funny like they they seem to not read about
0: it before they comment so you know i'm i'm the the grandchild of an immigrant my grandmother came from the philippines so i'm part filipino and you know jeff's dad's black and his mom's white so we're we're definitely a very
1: very mixed family yeah and so yeah that's and i just that was kind of the unfortunate thing where i'm like okay obviously people not really paying attention um yeah
2: yeah. exactly (laughs)
1: So, um,
0: so Jeff, you know, it's sad though, you know, that they even have to bring that up though too. It's like, wait a minute, you know, like why, why are you even bringing this up? It's a wedding dress.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And, um, and so, and so Jeff, I, um, one thing I did notice that you, um, as far as it seemed like you were in the military or maybe I'm just going from, (laughs) that's
2: that's correct. I was, uh, right after high school, I served, uh, four years in the Marine Corps, um, Got out after two combat tours in Iraq, um, and then I went fell right into um, joining the army. Did another four years um, in the army before getting out again and kind of starting to do my own thing. So,
1: okay, and um, I know also another thing I, I noticed in the in the article that um, I think both of you have family members that didn't want to participate in the wedding mainly because of the theme. Am I correct? Um,
2: Um, that the articles, they, they, they touched on it, but they kind of left it open for interpretation. I wish they would have, you know, been a little bit more specific. My father, um, was the one that, uh, refused to attend. Um, and this was long before we had decided on the theme. In fact, I think it was only, um, a couple of days after we got engaged, we hadn't even decided on a date or a theme or anything and said, you know what, I will not attend or support this marriage in any way. We're like, well, okay, well, if we're not, if, you're, if he's not going to come, we're going to do it our way, we're going to go all in on it, and we're just going to have a blast.
1: So, so it, it was just him? It wasn't like you had others as well? It was just just him in particular? No,
2: actually, actually all the rest of my family, um, including family members on my dad's side of the family um, we're all for it. They're like, hey, this sounds like a blast. We definitely support you. We'll be there. We may not believe the symptoms politically all the way, but family comes first and we'll be there for you no matter what. So.
1: Okay. Well, I don't want to harp on it too much. I guess one last thing about that has anything changed since? And for better words? No. No.
2: Nope.
1: Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, you no. know. Uh, I mean... Well, and, you know, the uh, the news
0: reported that, you know, my brother my brother has, in the past, disowned me because of my political views. Um, it wasn't me walking away from him, it's him walking from, away from me. He's a huge Bernie supporter, and we actually ended up, started talking a couple weeks before the wedding, so he actually ended up attending, so it was kind of really cool to see the, you know, group of different politics coming together, too, and we had no problem whatsoever, so...
1: Okay, well, I mean, well, that well, that's good. I mean, it it, it is kind of a shame as far as uh, to have politics to come into the and in play to where you know you don't even want to take part in someone's lives. But we've been seeing, right. that, you know, across across the board, you know, where people just not wanting to have anything to do, especially <laughs> a, a liberal with anything to do with anyone conservative or Republican at all. So, yeah, right. you see that more
0: than the opposite way. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's some cases where, you know, a conservative says, I don't want anything to do with your liberal. But for the most part, you see the liberal who's supposed to be tolerant um, being very intolerant towards somebody that's got different views.
1: Yeah. and, and Well, I guess, uh, have you uh, heard from the president from all this?
2: No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> uh, there, there have been a lot of comments on uh and um, several of the the posts and um, um, reports and everything that, you know, we should get a phone call from the president, but no, we, we haven't heard anything.
1: So. Well, I, I mean, I, you know, give I guess give it time. Who knows? I mean, yeah. That, He's a busy guy. He's got a lot to do. He's got to run yeah, our I country. Mean,
0: <laughs> yeah, it'd be
1: nice, but, the, you know, that's not why we did it. So it's, no. Yeah. And so, um, I guess, I, I don't know if anyone asked ask you all about this and, and but the wedding itself i mean mm. how was it <laughs> i don't know I, I mean we all saw <laughs> the and everything but i mean like you know did you have a reception and all that i mean <laughs>
2: yeah the um the wedding was great the, the ceremony was actually a very um traditional ceremony actually wore a different traditional white gown for the ceremony and then after the ceremony she um Changed into the maga dress for the reception.
0: Okay. Yeah. So it was my reception dress, which a lot of brides do. So I'm not sure why that surprised them so much, but
1: <laughs> yeah, see, that, yeah, I didn't know that. I mean, that's something yeah, and, I that,
0: did
2: not know. And, and yeah, and that and that was and and that was kind of significant. Like, okay, the ceremony's done. All the Oh, the, the formal part is done, we're married now let's party it's it's the yeah. 4th of July, let's party <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great it was great
1: yeah, and see, that's something that was, that's new to me right, you know, and just asking you because the way it's been framed it, said, it made it seem like you walked down the aisle with <laughs> it with on right right. right, right, my mother would have killed me yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think mine would have too <laughs>
2: yeah, yep
1: So, with with all this that has been going on, and, you know, I'm I'm, like I said, I'm pretty sure I've done, you know, tons of interviews. I guess, what has been, I guess, the best um, out of all of this uh, and also the worst that has come out of it?
2: Um, I think for for me, the the best has been seeing the um, outpouring of love and support from all across the country and all over the world we've gotten reports and comments from people in australia and europe and you know just everywhere um you know congratulating us on our wedding our wedding wishing us well and you know telling us hey you know good good for you for standing up for what you believe in regardless of what other people are going to say or think you know you stand for what you believe no matter what I think for me, that's been the biggest upside of
0: it. Yeah, um, yeah, for me, that too, but then there's some conversations with you know some younger kids who, you know approach me just very vile, very you know upset. and um you know, I just I just say, hey, would you like to have a conversation about this? Maybe there's some things that you misunderstand and, I've really found that a lot of these kids have just been told something their entire life and once you actually have a conversation with you it kind of, you see like a light go on and I think that to me has been the best part when you can reach somebody that maybe has been told these lies, like I think one girl, I think she was like 19 thought that you know 60 to 70 people were dying every day in the ice camps and you know once i talked to her and gave her the facts it was kind of like wow i'm actually helping somebody to see something you know so for me that was the best part
1: okay and unfortunately what's been the worst
0: <laughs> well, uh well.
1: <laughs> yeah, My son um
0: got in an accident on his uh, four-wheeler. He unfortunately didn't listen to his mama and didn't put his helmet on, so he was in the ICU for a couple of days. And, you know, just them, you know, wishing he would die, or, you know, there's a bunch of liberals that wish him to die, or, you know, hey, that's karma because you're a racist. And I guess I knew that it was bad, but I didn't realize it was that bad, where they were wishing, you know, a 15-year-old boy to die. You know, if, yeah. regardless of politics, if I knew there was a 15 year old child in the ICU, I'd be praying for them, you know. So I think for me, that was horrible.
1: Yeah. Th- yeah. Unfortunately, the vitriol amongst the left is um, it's very, very much toxic. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <bad. laughs> now, um, I guess going back to the reception, one thing for me in particular is someone. Um, that is that's very pro-life. I, I really like the, the petitions for the heartbeat bill. I thought that was a real nice touch. Um, yeah, um, and, and, that, and,
2: that, and, and that's something, you know, also that, you know, media kind of put a, li- a little bit wrong. I mean, you know, they, they, yeah. they, they reported it as being, there was a petition on every table. Now, we let our guests know, I think we made like one or two announcements throughout the um, entire night of the reception, hey, these petitions are back here on their own table in the corner. If you want to sign it, please feel free. Walk over there, sign it. But nobody was, you know, but it wasn't a topic of discussion or anything like that. It was just, you know, it's, again, something that we believe in and that was kind of the whole point of the day was, Everything that we believe in was represented. So
0: yeah, it wasn't like on every table, like staring people in the faces. Like it was right. very.
1: Okay, here okay, it so, is. Okay. If you want to, you can. Okay, so okay, so it wasn't on the table, but it was like it was in the back, I'm guessing, or something like that. Right, yeah. right, right. Yep. yeah,
0: yeah. And I'm the captain of my county for the Heartbeat Coalition, so I thought, you know, how can I? how can we show our passion for this as well? You know, like, like I said, this is, this is us. This is who we are. And a lot of people, you know, how dare you do that? Your wedding's supposed to be about you. And I'm like, it was about us. <laughs>
1: this is yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was, um, you know, I, when I saw in the report saying that, um, you know, that was on their table. I was like, okay, that sounds like a good idea to, for me to use one day. <laughs> I was like, great. That's cool. Yeah, one well, reporter yeah. was just appalled. She was just, you know, how
0: you know, weddings shouldn't be like that. You shouldn't force people to believe. And I'm like, we didn't force anybody. We put it on the table. We won, you know, made one announcement about it. And I, we actually
1: collected quite a few signatures. So it's, it's a yeah. double blessing.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Well, um, I guess if, um, at this point, I mean, I'm pretty sure you probably all flooded on social media, but if if people want to find you on social media, where would it go?
2: Um, um, uh, bo- both of our uh, profiles are open in public. It's yeah. not hard. <laughs> you, you type in our names, you're, you're going to find it.
0: Yeah, I'm a firm believer of that. If it can't be public on Facebook, it shouldn't be posted on Facebook. So yeah. everything we have is open, you know, I... Yeah again goes to the left well you shouldn't have your Facebook public if you don't want this or that and I'm like you know if, if you want to have an open discussion either me or Duff are totally willing to have that but there's no reason to you know I find it very hypocritical where they criticize Trump for maybe he said you know like I think he made a comment about Rosie O'Donnell being fat. but then like if I went through comments, comments especially on one of the pictures on there I think they called me fat like probably about 3,000 times, you know, so right. the hypocrisy of the left is definitely showing. On this
2: point. And, and that's part of the, you know, part of the reason we, we leave our Facebook open and public is because we are such huge proponents of the first amendment and free speech. Yeah. You know, it, you got something to say. I'm not afraid to defend my position. You know, I would ask that you come and have a polite conversation and defend your opinion and, and back it up with facts, because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be polite, and I'm going to present facts.
1: Well, I guess, what well, I, I did have one other thing. So you're in Michigan, This, I mean, right? I mean, this is what we're going the reports Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we yep. know where we are. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> so um, I guess with the upcoming 2020, you know, election, um, in Michigan in particular, what is it like up there?
0: I'm probably going to get a lot of trouble. I'm actually a delegate um, with the Republican Party in Michigan, and I think we might be in trouble in Michigan. Um, You know, Trump only won Michigan by 10,000 votes, and I, you know, I'm not an expert on it, but I can almost guarantee a lot of those votes weren't for him. They were against Hillary. Mm. Um, We have, you know, 2018, we got hit by a blue tsunami. Um, Most of our higher level. Offices are now democratic, um, so I think we might have a little trouble if we don't start acknowledging that and working towards it. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, well, that's still a ways away. So I, I just wanted to ask and right. see how, you know how's it going yeah. up there? So yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, yep. listen. I think we can do it. I do, but I think part of it is acknowledging, hey, we might have an issue, and we need right. to work towards it. Right now, everybody's kind of like, oh, well, he won last election so he's going to win this election and i think it was really really close so i think we need to get off our bums and
2: work towards it (laughs) yeah oh yeah yeah we have a lot of work to do
1: yeah yeah i I would say that you know that's across you know across the country you know i think it don't need to be complacent definitely need to basically act like you're behind you know (laughs) yeah right so um I want to wish y'all well on your marriage and, you know, and I appreciate y'all coming on and yeah, just, just thank you. Thank
2: Absolutely. you, so thank you for having me. I really us. appreciate it. Hey everybody. It is Chad
0: Prather, host of the Chad Prather show. You are listening to trend chat with my man, Brian Bledsoe.
1: Come on with it. alright and again thanks to Jeff and Audra Johnson for coming on also with Chad Perthor with his shout out (laughs) and um, one thing that I I mentioned in the interview as far as the petition for the heartbeat bill which like I said I thought was a great idea (laughs) Um, something I would like to use myself one day so And, and speaking of that Just want to thank Cultural Life, COL1972.com. Check them out. Pro-life fashion line is fashion for life. And, I mean, with so many fashion brands out there that are just actively anti-life, that are, you know, quote-unquote pro-choice and all that. And it's just great to have a brand like col seventy two being out there uh, being a a fashion line that is basically out on its own in the right way as far as promoting life. And as it says the name culture of life. So as I say, again, check them out, col1972.com. And if you put in the code trend chat, the name of this podcast trend chat, you get 10% off of your purchase. So again, thanks to, to them for supporting us and, you know, and, and mentioning about the petition. I just really want to kind of tie the two together. So, and also another thing that they mentioned as far as the whole thing with their wedding and reception and, i guess uh past couple of days uh the prison actually uh surprised someone at their wedding well, that was being held at one of his resorts and so he was there and i guess he saw some people were having a wedding and he came by and surprised them so i mean it was a lot easier as far as you know because they were already at his resort so it wasn't like it was that like he had to travel <laughs> somewhere because he was already there so so i i heard about that i think i saw it on tmz so also if for whoever that cares I and mean, then i mean for me i think it's kind of cool that avengers endgame finally passed avatar as the highest grossing movie of all time so <laughs> i i mean i just i think it's cool mainly because i think i know i contributed at least a, a good chunk of that well not well i've seen it a number of times okay i've seen it maybe four five times at, at the theater so not because i was trying to add to their numbers it because i really like the movie and this past weekend while they was at comic-con which is something i really like to go to one day um whether as media with the podcast or just go in general but um uh, if one thing it's hard to get those tickets, I noticed that the tickets going to sell almost a year before and they sell out the day of almost. And so I, I, you yeah, hopefully i go there. Speaking of that, I'm going to also, if anyone cares, but you know, if you listen to the podcast and also for the people who may be listening for the first time, yeah, I, you know, we don't just talk about politics. We talk about a lot of things. We talk about movies and movies, <laughs> And from time to time, and we've talked about star Wars, a number, a number of episodes. If you go back and listen to some of those, I would really appreciate it. But speaking of star Wars, we we're going to a star Wars celebration next year, which is another one of those events where you had to get the tickets a year in advance. Cause now I think all the tickets are sold out. And this, this doesn't happen to August of next year. <laughs> so, but, yeah, we're excited for that because I've never been to any, anything like this, Comic-Con or, you know, any sort of, um, like, convention, like, you know, when we see a lot of people in cosplay and dressed up and all that. I, I I mean, I won't be dressed up. I might wear a Star Wars shirt. Other than that, that'd be about it. But I, I'm excited to go to it. But um, I'm just saying all that because, yeah, like I, like I said, Avengers Endgame finally passed, Avatar, and, um what right now is like 2.792 billion and it just went over the top now it's funny it is the highest grossing movie in you know total as far as money goes but one thing i know that it's not to put an asterisk on it but it just you got to put it in perspective so when you adjust for inflation it's still nowhere close to the number 1 movie which I guess is a little bit of trivia for you. If you know what is the highest grossing movie when adjusted for inflation. So you got to put in all the movies, you know, in the past and just, and just take a guess. I'll give you a couple of minutes. No, not a couple of minutes. I'll give you a couple of seconds. (laughs) This ain't jeopardy, but, um, it's gone with the wind and it's by a large margin. It adjusted for inflation gone with the wind is the highest grossing movie of all time so and that and then number two is star wars i mean it's, it's not cl- that close but it's still the the number two highest grossing movie when adjusted for inflation is is star wars with number one being gone with the wind but you know just wanted, wanted to bring that up and um it's just because you know we, we'll definitely be talking about Star Wars when it get gonna get close to the uh, rise of Skywalker later on, um this year. So I appreciate everyone listening. Um, just um, you know, I I guess they kind of want to end this on a little bit of a somber note, only because you know in the past month I I'll be lying to say that. There weren't times where I just was a little discouraged, maybe, and just maybe just didn't feel like even getting behind the microphone, though, even saying anything. I mean, on top of the, everything that was going on, I guess also with the technical difficulties and stuff that were going on, and were just kind of making it more making it more difficult to do the podcast. There were times where I was just like, well, you know what, I would just stop all together and just not do it at all. I mean, what's the point? But the thing about it for me, one, it's fun. It's really, is fun to do this right here. It's just the other stuff that kind of makes it a little bit like work. And I guess when other stuff was adding on, it was feeling more and more like work, but now I've kind of got to pass that. But like I said before, the only time it really feels like work is when I'm have to edit like um, when I edit in interviews or something like that. That's kind of feels like work, but doing this right now, this is, this is nothing. This is, fun right here. And so, but yeah, but in those times where I was kind of feeling discouraged and kind of feeling like, um, oh, I'm, I just not do the podcast at all. And I mentioned that because on, on the other side, I always, I always have people who are there encouraging me and you know, telling me, you know, Hey, we like the podcast and, you know, keep doing what you're doing. And, and, and just, you know, you know, pushing me really, and I, I mentioned that because one of those people, um, uh, was, um, Debbie Terry and Debbie Terry recently passed this, um, you know, the past week and she was, she was always, you know, so friendly and if, and passionate about, you know, helping out and, sh- you know, she she was a SREC and, uh, I mean in the Republican party and and you know a lot of people in the North Texas area, especially in you know in republican circles we all you know we all knew her and and we knew she was going through some um health um complications and and yeah so in in the past week she passed, and I just wanted to want to mention that only because. In the times where I was thinking about, you know, the whole getting discouraged and, and whatnot, and I, I know because Debbie will be one of those people that will say, you know, I appreciate the podcast and and keep doing what you're doing. So, and just knowing that, I was just like, well, you know, that it really not only just for the fact of because people like her and that that would would do that and and say that i just wanted to mention that because we're gonna miss not seeing her um at various meetings and uh getting a hug from her so so uh thoughts and prayers with um with the family and yeah we're gonna miss her so and you know, just guess to kind of end on a little bit of Osama note, but I definitely wanted to just want to, wanted to, um, mention that. So again, I appreciate everyone, you know, listening again. And again, if this is your first time listening, I hope you come back and listen to, you know, all the other episodes. This is episode one forty six, So there's like 145 episodes you can go back and listen to. And, um listen to all of them give five star reviews uh, again like share and subscribe it really helps and we really appreciate everyone listening and until till next time i will say Thursday. but until next time we'll we'll chat with you later
2: Where are you, fella? Ready to start your career, Fredericksburg? We're hiring Claim Sales and Service Agents. Apply online today at geico.job Fredericksburg.
0: Minute Maid slushies are back at McDonald's. And if you'd like to thank me for that information, I'll gladly take a slushie. It's more than a drink, it's a
1: McDonald's drink.
0: Right now, treat yourself to a small Minute Maid slushy, like the new strawberry watermelon flavor, for $1.59. Or try small McCafe Cafe frappes and smoothies for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary, limited time only. Minute Maid is a trademark of the Coca Cola Company.